What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Before we get started, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, Starstock. So you've heard me mention the launch of Starstock now for a few weeks, and they just went live this week. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform. Check out Starstock.com to buy or sell cards now. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee. You can send your cards in, and they do all the work. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can choose to have the cards shipped back to you at any time. You can buy, flip, store, or ship cards with just one click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, contact Mike at Starstock.com. Starstock is the only Starstock is only looking for rookie cards and/or prospect cards of current players. For more details, contact Mike at Starstock.com. So, on today's episode. Um, there's been some interesting things going on with some Mbappe cards. Now, I it's the, the and here's kind of the thing that I'm running into. Um, I bought two of the PSA 10 silvers over the summer. Uh, there's only about 35 PSA 10 silvers, um, and a few of them have sold on eBay for upwards of like three, four thousand dollars. Now. The interesting thing that can happen with sports cards is you can kind of have a plan of what you're going to do, but when something like this happens, you kind of you kind of almost have to throw your plan out the window, um, because you know I think for for since I've been since I was buying soccer cards during the summer, I've been saying that you need to hold them until the next World Cup and you need to hold them until the World Cup comes to America, and then I'm planning on holding them until then. I mean, to be honest here, these cards are basically at the price that I expected them to be around this time in the World Cup. I mean, t- for a card to go from, you know, $100 to $4,000 in the course of six months is, I mean, that's probably something where I, I you know, it's 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 one of the more unexpected things that I think that I th- at least I think it's one of the more unexpected things that's happened in sports cards in I mean quite some time where like the market is just as crazy as it was before kind of the corona shut everything down which is to me it's pretty interesting and I mean I think I guess I want to say that that means that that it's stronger than it's ever been but I, I you know I I don't know. It's it's we it's I have I have weird kind of conflicting opinions about it because to see it so strong it 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 makes me think it it doesn't, it doesn't really add up. It doesn't make much sense to me of why people would still be buying cards at record highs. Like why are cards right now st- making record highs and I mean, I think I, I, I've kind of been thinking about it, and I think kind of the thing is that a lot of, like, loan payments, which this sounds so stupid, and I can't, and I don't know if this is correct or not, but loan payments, like student loan payments and other loans and stuff, the payments are not due. So, like, I don't want to sit here and think that people are, people are buying sports cards with the money that they would normally be buying or not not buying, but normally be paying bills with. But if someone were like, 
I guess the narr- the narrative sort of was when, or the narrative has always been for that I've considered it a narrative is that sports cards are a great investment and that if you pick the right player, similar to stocks, they're going to go up and you're not going to see you're, the returns on sports cards are maybe quicker than they are maybe with sports cards. Or, I mean, no, with sports cards rather than stocks, where I don't think I don't think it's possible for a sport for a company to have gone from a you know and I don't exactly know how the stock market works necessarily but for a company to go from a $100 a stock to $4,000 that's you know that's not something that just is happening I don't think at least you know there may be exceptions where some there may be exceptions I don't know off the top of my head like I don't know if a stock has done something like that before but you know, I still think if you're going to be buying soccer, it is worth waiting. Um, you know, I and this was kind of and this was a thing for me basically was, you know, there was a time over the summer where I was buying sports cards and I was hoping to sell some of them uh, because I'm getting so I'm getting married in September, and that's one of the reasons why I was trying to make some money with the sports cards and make money with the content and all that stuff on top of kind of my full time job because I've got the wedding coming up, which is still uh, in September, and it's exp- it's expensive, I guess. I mean, it's weddings, everyone says they're expensive, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that they're not, but they are. But So, like, for, for the Mbappe to go to $4,000, it's something where I'm thinking I may sell one of them. I may sell one of the silvers, because if I can get $4,000, you know, that pays for a pretty significant portion of what I still owe for the wedding or what we still owe I guess but um, but something that I can contribute I mean if it, and then that's on top of what I've already saved still so and there's still stuff that I need to save for but you know when a car like I said when a card from for six seven months ago goes from a hundred dollars to four thousand dollars it it I don't think I think taking the profit is okay and I think it's kind of like I know Sasha um, from Card Hops put out a video the other day about like when is the right time to sell and I thought he had a bunch of great points about like that if the profit's there you should you shouldn't feel bad about you shouldn't feel like you're missing out and that's kind of the other thing I think maybe I had mentioned on a previous podcast I may or may not I don't remember off the top of my head but like taking the profit when it's there because it may not always be there I think with with Mbappe and soccer like you know, I don't know how accurate that statement is. Like, I think his cards will continuously go up as he becomes, like, one of the greats. If he's, you know, if he's the next Messi or next Ronaldo, a PSA 10 silver in the future, you know, because I also was looking at it, and I compared, like, when I was buying the Mbappe cards, I was buying them, comparing them to Giannis. So at the time when I was buying them, regular Giannis silvers were, like, I think they were, I think they were in like the thirteen to fourteen hundred dollar range, and now they're twelve thousand dollars. At least I think. Maybe I could be incorrect about that. I I think they're maybe in the three to four thousand, and then the regular non-silvers at the time when I was buying were in the six to seven hundred dollar range. So like when I was looking at the when I was looking at the non-silver Mbappes, I was like, there's no reason why these cards shouldn't be worth that if soccer cards become popular. 
There's no way that this certain that this card doesn't become that basically. And I mean, it, it essentially has from when I was buying back in the summer and when the, I was comparing the prices. It basically has become like that card has become what I thought it would with. And I don't even think we've really gotten started with soccer. I still think there's a lot of growth in the United States market. Now, it all just depends on, I, I have, two, and I also have two of them too. So like if I sell one of them, and this was kind of one of the things that I talked about, I definitely talked about this. This is one of the strategies, buying two of a card. And once you can, once you buy two of them, if you're buying two of the same card, you then have the opportunity to just keep one of them, obviously. Um, and if you are, but the, the other interesting thing, I think, with um, this Mbappe card is, I, you know, I said it was at 4000 Now, there were a few there were a few of them that sold in that $4,000 range. And I think that also is maybe... The other thing, I just can't figure out why, like, why it went from, like, a... Fa- like, it was... It kind of just exponentially went up. Um... So, like, this is kind of the other thing. It's like when you – I guess if you see something like this and you have the card, I mean, obviously that's good that, That's good news for you if you have it and you were looking to sell it, you know, but you never know where – I don't know. It's weird because the opportunity last summer compared to now, I think it's, it has become a little bit harder to sell – to buy and sell, at least buy – you know, maybe not buy and sell, but, like, you have to you have to think a little bit harder when you're buying and selling to really make more money and you have to find other ways like like I like I think I talked about last summer being one of the only summers I think you'd be able to buy like these Luca and these Trey cards and I mean Mbappe I guess you could even put into that category like Mbappe wasn't the same price as Luca and Trey but it was very similar like it was a little bit less and now you're seeing I mean, I sold one of the PSA 10 Mbappes for two, two thirty or two fifty. I forget off the top of my head, but I mean, I bought it for like forty, and now the silvers I bought for seventy five and a hundred. So I think there is, there is a little bit of a difference. Like you probably like the Luca Luca silvers were. I think, I think they were four to five hundred, if I'm not mistaken, over the summer. Where the regular cards were, depending on when you bought them, they were sixty five to eighty. So. I guess it's I don't know it's 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 definitely a weird situation. Like I may try and list it on eBay and see see if it even sells because, like I said, there have been three other cards that have sold. They sold on the fourth because there was one that sold and there was like an issue. So I think one of those cards actually wasn't actually a real sale because I, I think some people were doing a little bit. Uh, they were checking out the cards a little bit and they said that one of the cards wasn't actually a real sale. So I mean. I think I'm probably going to sell one of the cards. And I mean, I think that does go against what I have been saying about soccer and that you should be waiting. And like, in theory, I would be waiting if the card wasn't $4,000 and I didn't, and I wasn't getting married. So I think if you need the money, it's okay to sell the card, but then don't, don't then look back at the card and think about like how much money you could have made. Like, I mean, luckily, I still ha- I'll still i still have one of them if I decide to keep one, which 
I think down the road that card is hopefully in the twenty-ish thousand dollar range. But you know, it's it's a and it's a crazy thing to say. I would definitely I definitely agree in saying that that's a pretty crazy thing to say. But like I and I and I yeah I mean that's pretty much it. I just wanted to I think I'm going to be selling one of the Mbappes because realistically I thought going from where I bought it to four thousand was I think that would that was my thoughts for what it could be when it hit a low and now that it's kind of hit that and I think and now that I want to sell it I think I might I don't know I haven't decided yet but that's all I got for today's episode uh, I want to thank our sponsor Starstock uh, go follow them on Twitter and Instagram Starstock Starstock Market uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok it's here's for sale thank you all for listening and I'll see you in the next episode